Yeah. Here we go. Everybody, welcome to episode zero of Wet the Book Now. Ben. <laughs> working title. Working title That's there. A working title. You know, we're still out on the market research about what to do about that. But we're opening today's show. We're opening the series. Uh, we don't even really know what this is going to be about, right? We don't know. We don't know. This is open ended, but we're hoping to hit a, We're hoping to hit the dartboard of sports. sports, sports right? What right. else? We're supposed to we're sports supposed to betting. Hit. Sports betting. Sports uh, betting. Primary. Uh, primary focus for me, at least. General, uh, manly topics. <sighs> Just getting that testosterone back out into society, folks. You know, no okay. more male feminists on this show. So in a sports regard, though, I want to open with this. USC quarterback, JT Daniels, goes down against Fresno State. Yeah, first game of the year. Lying on the field. He's supposed to be the superstar, and he goes down with uh, two ligaments um, ripped in his knee. Um, For me, I was a little – I don't know if you watched the game. I watched it live. And I saw, um, I saw Daniels go down, and the first thing I noticed, he swarmed by Fresno State. He swarmed, and he's laying there, and nobody comes to help him. Not a single Off- lineman. That's kind of telling, offensive right? Offensive lineman. The whole thing. He's lying there, grabbing his knee, excruciating pain, and we're on a team, and no other team member from the field comes over to help him. So the first thing I see is the medical staff approach him. Right, that shouldn't be the case, right? Somebody no, should tell this kid. There should be hey, a lineman over there, you know. Over, you know, that's your guy. That's that's who your whole job is to protect. That guy. You, your linemen are usually over there on an injured quarterback. I agree. If I'm the coach, if I'm Clay Helton, I'm running. If especially if this is my quarterback, this is my superstar. I'm Clay Helton. I might run out on the field if that's the case. But not even a single offensive lineman. Uh, nobody comes over, sees how he's doing. Everybody tails off, and here comes the medical staff taking it, right? Taking it, hey, what's going on, right? That shouldn't be the case. Somebody should at least ask what's going on. And and, and you got to think, it, it's one of, in my mind, it's one of two reasons. Either everybody on that team hates this kid, and he's really, right. really not very well liked on the team, or everyone saw that guy go down, they knew it was serious, and they knew the season was over, and it was like, ah, oh, shit. That's it. I just think USC just for me has this overtone. And it's been worse and worse. I think they just have this selfish mentality. It seems yeah. like all the receivers come out as these freak athletes who just have these huge off the bat NFL aspirations. Oh, yeah. Recruiting, I mean, they nail it. You know, 10, 10, five stars a year, it seems like. Every time. Everyone's committing there. Exactly. And there's these freakish athletes, and they all have NFL aspirations, and they seem like they're just playing for themselves every time. Every receiver who comes out of there. And and that's been USC's, you know, calling card as you come here, we're gonna send you the NFL. Look how many people we put in the NFL every year. And normally they'll take the top two quarterbacks in California every single see every single year. It seems like they get the top talent coming out of California, which is good enough to, you know, win Pac twelve championships. What's interesting to me is under Clay Helton, they have not been doing that. Every other year they'll take a really highly ranked quarterback out of California, but They've been really missing on a lot of their quarterback targets the last couple of years. If you go back and check 247, 22, what is it, 247 sports, their, their uh, recruiting rankings, they've taken a three-star quarterback uh, every single year except for the year that they took JT Daniels. He was the number one quarterback coming out of high school. But 
their talent level after JT Daniels really, really uh, drops off something something fierce. They have a kid named Slovis. He actually played Desert Mountain Scottsdale uh, before right, committing. Keaton Slovis. Keaton Slovis. He was only a three-star kid. Really under, uh, you know. Like a true, uh, true freshman. True freshman, yeah. And he's not really highly recruited. Not a whole lot of offers. I think his other biggest offer was from Oregon State. Uh, he played in like a spread him and shred him uh, offense up there in Arizona. So he had big, big numbers on the field. I think he, uh, in two years, he had 50 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 5,500 yards. But you got to think he's playing against uh, Arizona talent. So I'm not super optimistic on what he's going to do uh, coming in here as a true freshman three star kid. But, you know, we'll see. I guess we'll really see. Yeah. Um, so eventually the the medical staff cart him off they throw both of his arms over them if i see that that as a teammate i'm like what what are they doing oh, taking yeah. him off i got to get under there and get an arm <laughs> right right that's my boy especially there. when you're a lineman that's my guy that's my guy let's get an i'll get an arm you get an arm only the only person bringing this dude off the field is me we've had practice day in day out yep. last year right yep. i got to get this dude off you know, mm-hmm. that's my that's job. I think he, people just must not really like that kid. You know, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. Here's here. I'm going to throw, I'm going to name drop right now. You know who USC's OC is? Their offensive coordinator? Graham Harrell. Yeah. Nice job, dude. I love this football knowledge you is have. That, is that a Texas that's, Tech dude? Texas Tech, man. That's, he, uh, I think he set the record when he was there. It probably got broken out by another Texas Tech quarterback, but I think he set a passing record while he was there. I want to take that football knowledge. I want to go back in time a little bit. <laughs> I, want to say, I want to do some, do some remember sports betting. Do you remember a game with Marshall? <laughs> do you remember this game? And the QB breaks his leg. And the offensive line take the Marshall quarterback. They pick him up. And they drag him, broken leg and all, up to the next play. Do you remember that game? No. <laughs> Byron Leftwich, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Byron Leftwich. I don't remember who they were playing. Byron Leftwich breaks his leg, and the, that's Marshall, though. You know what I mean? Dude, that's, that's Marshall. That's, that's the Marshall team mentality. Marshall's on one side of the spectrum. You, as far as like team chemistry, USC is on the other. Marshall picks up their quarterback, and they say, "Dude, we're not leaving this dude behind. We're picking him up. We're dragging him to the next play, and he's going to take us to the end zone." What's Byron Leftwich doing right this second, dude? Isn't he What's- like the offensive coordinator for the somebody? Oh, dude, if you know that, good for you. I, I had no idea, but I think that's a, another idea offensive for a podcast. Like, what are they what, for Tampa Bay? What are they doing right now? Like, what's Ricky Williams, the old Texas running back? What's that motherfucker right this second? I don't remember what Ricky Williams is. I think he's signing footballs that say like "smoke weed every day." <laughs> I think I saw. He probably owns a dispensary like, in Houston or something. Exactly. Exactly. That's the right. thing. Didn't Gronk just open a dispensary? Not oh, to, I, to end on that. I don't doubt it. I, you know what? I'm surprised that like Gronk and Dan Bilzerian team up. I feel like those two just instantly be the. That's the know. new thing. If you're Mike Tyson, if you're if you're just this athlete who's you don't you you're not playing anymore. You're retired. You're like I have all this money. What do I do? Like that's the hot market right now. It's like Smoke why don't I every day. why don't I just make my own legal brand of weed? Bro, we that's the thing is we need to get in on weed on the ground floor. This is like this is like buying Jim Beam stock during prohibition. You know? We have I a chance know. to do that. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to turn this into a finance podcast. No, no I'm just trying to I'm just trying to give tips on how to make this. 
Well, you want to get into the meat and potatoes of this, or what? You want to give me some? You want to give me who some smokes more weed? Advice? Who smoke? I know this is bothering you, dude. I know what? this is bothering you. Who, Who smokes, smokes more, more weed? weed? Dave Chappelle. And what happened with his stand-up special, where everybody on Rotten Tomatoes loved it, but then the critics came in and they all hated it. Oh, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you brought this up. This PC, this PC culture that we live in. Uh, Dave Chappelle got murdered on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics. I think he ended up with it was like ten percent, seventeen percent when it first started. 10%. I don't. Know, I, I heard it went up a little bit. I haven't checked it lately. But when you looked at the other side, uh, the six thousand user reviews and he's at 99 percent. the guy's just right. killing it on it and that tells you how out of touch this the media really is with with real people nobody cares about about your pronouns i know, you know? I wonder nobody if, at the end of the day nobody gives a shit about your pronoun i wonder if this somehow ties into to the uh, the usc story where it's just the generation growing up it's just selfish so, so selfish so they can't look outside their little tiny bubble close friends, social media sites, like nothing exists outside of that. And right. maybe that's just a marker that shows USC selfishness players. I don't know. It's it a, seems like some coaches have a handle on it. I just don't know if I – is Clay Helton the long ride for – No, um, I don't USC. think Clay Helton's the answer at USC. I don't think that's who you want leading your program if you're USC, in my opinion. he He's still good re- recruiting, but I have a feeling that has to do with more of the dudes on his staff than it of him. So. Old you need like dude, a but... Ed Orgeron, dude. You need a guy. He's killing it, dude. Orgeron's killing he's, it. Everyone wanted them to order, or, uh, hire him out there. So they, I think they made that, a mistake. He seems that that's that gravelly team first coach that just gets in the player's face and says, it's not about you. It's about us. I like that. I like that. I, like so that I don't too. know. It's just, it's just, I don't know if USC is ever going to bring that back. I don't know if they're ever going to have that. They seem already like fixed into this idea of we're going to be this athletic freak show of just uncooperative idiots. I, I think that the Pac-12 is really having trouble. I think they're in like what a 15-year, 16-year drought of winning a national championship now. Yeah, I don't know who our who's our standout for Pac-12. Pac Oregon this year. I, I would say Oregon this year for just for after the first week. You know, we have a very limited uh, limited pool of information, but. After last week, Oregon hanging with Auburn, I thought they should have won that game. I uh, felt that um, that they're probably the the cream of, cream of the crop in the Pac-12 this year. Yeah, you got Herbert. He's a stand-up pro, Heisman candidate, probably top two draft pick. Him I don't like his size a whole lot, but he's got one hell of an arm. Well, well, I think that was a great opener. Uh, here on What the Book, we have a second segment we like to call um, a little bit of teaser, where I'm going to pick a, a three-team parlay, 10-point teaser. That means I'm betting with Vegas. I think Vegas, Ben, I think Vegas has got the spot right, and I'm going to take a little buffer of 10 points to give myself a little cushion, and I just need to th- pick three teams in a parlay with a 10 point bonus and then i make my money even. So, so to be fair to the listeners the the 10 point teaser he's talking about you can move the line either way you don't have to agree with vegas you right. can move it the opposite way if Correct. you want but any if the the point spread falls anywhere within that that range you still nebraska win. is a four point favorite you can make them um you can make them a six point underdog there you go that's a great example if Colorado is a four-point underdog, you can make them a 
point underdog. So you get those 10 points in the direction your bet is whatever going. whatever way you want. Whatever way <clears> you right. want it, but now you got to pick three teams instead of one. And so. you got to win all three. So you can pick two that win, the third one doesn't win, you don't win. You win yeah, nothing exactly. And this is how I like to break it down. I was just talking to a buddy. He was talking straight bets. Yeah, yeah. He was saying, I want to do a straight bet. A teaser's too complicated. And I said, listen, dude, here's the deal. When you do a straight bet, when you go right on the line, if we're keeping Nebraska at four points, you're saying, I think Vegas is wrong, right? And, I, and, they, and, they, and if you take them at four, they got to they win by seven, right? They got to get a touchdown because nobody wins by exactly. four. Exactly. So you're saying, I think Vegas is wrong. And I'm going to pick either side of the line that they've selected. And I think they're wrong and I'm right. Which is never the case because Vegas is never wrong. Vegas is never wrong. They're never wrong. I'm I don't always care about wrong. nothing but money. So I, why would I ever do that? Now, if you take a teaser, right, and you're giving yourself a ten point cushion, you're talking a touchdown and a field and goal. And a field goal. I got a ten point cushion. Now, what am I saying? I'm not saying Vegas is wrong. If if anything, I'm saying Vegas is right. I think they're right on the money because if that if the game lands exactly where it's supposed to, like they predicted, Nebraska wins by four, then I win. Right? Yeah. Because I got the right. cushion. Yep. So now I've gone from beating the book to now me and the book are hand in hand. We're <laughs> we're headed to bed. Right. We're gonna right. lay down, <clears throat> eat some ice cream, watch some TV. That's what we're doing because I'm I'm sleeping with Vegas now, and that's who I want to win. Well, so I'm hand in well, hand. Well, break it down for me. Give me what give me your games. What are you oh, thinking me? this week? What do you like? Yeah, I want to see what you me. I want to see what the you first like. One. The first one on what the book. Put, put the, the three together. Season. Give the people the give the people the information to go out there and make this. some money this weekend. I, I just want this to be the honorary first teaser pick. Um, Week zero teaser pick coming yeah. up. Sean Guerrero is on the clock. What does he have for us? Boom. Let, hear me out. I'm going Army. I'm going Army. Army's playing <laughs> Michigan. That right. is a brave pick. This is a brave pick. So currently, I have Army plus 22. The triple option of Army plus 22 against Michigan. That's Bavada's line. Right yeah, he's going to see. You know, Army's going to grind it down. That triple option really eats up a lot of the clock. Hard to score a ton of points, let alone beat another team by 22. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, I think Army is. So now, what do I get? I, what do I get from Army? I get 32 with the teaser. I get 32 with the teaser. That's four and a half touchdowns, right? That's a, lot That's a good pick. That's a good pick. So just a brief recap on this. Um, Army didn't look great in its first game against Rice. Neither did Michigan. They beat Rice. They beat Rice 14-7. Rice was like a, a double-digit underdog. Um, so Army didn't look great. They were out two fullbacks, two fullbacks last year. that got them 1,200 yards. Um, it's not perfect, right? It's not perfect. Wait, they were out injured or they're not playing? I don't know if they're coming back in time. <laughs> okay. So it's right. Darnell Woolfork and Andy Davidson. Um, they were gone in the season opener. Uh, and in the season opener against Rice, they, were only, they, they only managed to put up 231 rushing. So not great, but I, 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 I just don't know. 32 points. Michigan beats Middle Tennessee State by, what, 19? I just think that the triple option is going to slow things down. Michigan lost linebackers, Winovich, Bush. I don't think that they're going to have the flexibility to be able to stop. But Michigan's got Shea Patterson. It's just a matter of whether they can put those points up quick enough to hit that line. And I just think that triple option eats clock. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that's a great first pick. 
So I think that's where I'm going first. You want to try to cover so 32? You got, so you, you got Army. Cover I don't want to cover 32. So you got Army plus 32. I like it. That's me first. All What's right, second second up. game? Next up, we've heard this before, and it was on my mind, and that's why I was an example. I've got Nebraska, right? So I saw Nebraska's it. a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. Right? So you flip that. You give me the teaser. You give me the 10. Now ten. I'm a five-and-a-half dog, or, right? So I just have to cover. I just can't lose by more by than five-and-a-half five and or more, right? So that's good on me. So it's in Colorado. That's one thing I don't like. Ooh, up there in the mile high. Let me start. Oh, I with guess this. they're not that high. I know you're a numbers guy, yeah. right? And I, yeah. I hate trend betting. Love numbers. I hate trend betting. Yeah, you're a big but trend this is, dude. Let me give you this trend right here. Let me give you a hard trend. Is it something like Colorado wins every game they play on natural <laughs> yeah. grass since 1968 yeah. when the temperature is above 40 exactly. and the, the humidity is 68? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a little more concise, though. Let me get okay. a little more concise. Nebraska is four and one against the spread in the last five games. Four and one. It's okay. not huge. I'm that's not taking a, a large trend bet. This is, has nothing to do with this has nothing to do with the rain on a Saturday. And let me give you this. Let me give you Colorado <laughs> on the other end. Colorado on the other end. Colorado is a one and five against the spread in their last six games. Oof. So you got yeah. Nebraska's four and one. Colorado's one and five. Nebraska's killing it on the spreads. Colorado's not. Do it. Right. I so, like it. Colorado who's, who's, who's Nebraska's coach? Is it Scott is it Frost? Scott Frost. So okay, look Scott at, Frost. Nebraska did terrible on offense against South Alabama. They only scored 35 points. The, sc the score was 35-21. Obviously not a great showing by Nebraska against a weak opponent. Scott Frost has been to Oregon. He's been to UCF, right? This is a great offense of mine. That's, this is not going to let – it's not going to let – he's not going to stop. No. And, and if you, you – you're a coach. You know this, man. This is a, just a little oversight. They looked at South Alabama. They said, this isn't a big deal. We're and then, they almost, and then they almost got run. And they almost got run. I think this is a small oversight by Nebraska. And uh, they're definitely going to overcome this when you come to Colorado. Now, Colorado goes and plays Colorado State. Colorado wins 52-31. But they gave over 500 yards of offense to Colorado State. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so I think that, that's, a good, that's a good pick. Although Colorado won 52 to 31, they gave up 500 yards. And if it wasn't for a four to zero turnover ratio by Colorado, it certainly would have been a lot closer. So this is why I think Nebraska goes in, Colorado nails it. No problem. That is a, that is a solid second pick to pair with that first pick. I think you're giving the people something that they can put their money on. Right. And then what do you got? What do you got for number three? What do you? A, a finisher. And this is kind of a, this is probably a meme pick for me. This is probably, a, okay. like, this is just an easy, more like I looked at the numbers and I said, this is just seems like a no brainer number wise. And this was, this is, is Clemson. Is this the, oh, Clemson I was going to say, is this the Alabama like no. negative 63? No, this, I think this is easy. Just uh, Clemson, Texas A&M, we're playing in Clemson. Uh, the spread is currently, uh, Clemson's a 16 point favorite. And Make so a I get ten point points favorite, back. Right? Yeah. I, have, I get I get negative six. It's such you know that's such a that's juicy a, number. That's for me. a juicy. I would I take that too. I saw that. I thought about putting it on there. And A and M, uh, you know, another thing is A and M's terrible this year. Not terrible, but they're not good. And Clemson looks so dominating mm -hmm. just to just to allow this that, to happen. That quarterback uh, with his beautiful hair, he's not going to go out there and shit. Flowing in the wind. Yeah, he's so pretty. Just to, I just don't think that Clemson gets run off the road by any means. 
I think that they probably not at home. Not at home. They got a lazy river. I don't know if you've not seen that. Home. They put a lazy river in for those dudes not at, at their football facility. I think that they go in. I think this is a no-brainer. It's just a juicy number. I don't have a lot of stats to back it up besides like the dominant performance of Clemson and, and the then just overwhelming performance by A&M. Run of the mill stuff we see from Texas A&M. Yeah. Guys, a score update. Sorry to interrupt this podcast. We have a score update. Sacramento State has just scored with six minutes and 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter. They are now losing to Arizona State by five points, seven to 12. Arizona State was a 36 point favorite. What an embarrassment. All right. Embarrassment. Sorry. Sorry about that to interrupt that, but. No, it's okay. We definitely we got the live updates, dude. You when you come for live updates, you're coming. <laughs> if this comes out in three or four days, you're going to enjoy the live updates. Sorry, guys, for so, posting this three or four days late. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? So, uh, is that so? That's your three picks. So give so go, give me re- real quick. quick give me a recap. Yeah, give me the give points. Me Army. I give want me the Army. points after after this after the tease. I want Army plus thirty two. I want Nebraska plus five and a half. And I want I want Clemson minus six. Boom. Lock it up, yeah. folks. Lock it in. Lock it in. These are the st- coming up right now on this podcast. Week zero. Wrestling, hell in the cell. Put the <laughs> lock on it. One man comes out. It's me. This is Ben Bailey's Stone Cold just, Lead Pipe Locks of the yeah. Week. Coming up, three games. I've broken down. I've looked at the numbers. I want to see games. I feel confident. Past. I want this, to see how I, you're going to combat that. Interestingly enough, you and I didn't pick any of the same games, which I feel like when we do this at, at, so at work betting, we had some of the same games. So, yeah. and, and folks, this was not planned. We didn't talk about which games we were picking first. We just put this together said, let's do I it. I wanted to ask you, but I was like, oh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Let's see what maybe we got. We'll get, and, I, I was thinking maybe we'd get like a counter, like you'd pick Michigan or something. I thought ooh, that might be. Ooh, and go the other way with it. Make Michigan yeah. an underdog. Right. Now the points. But anyways. I I mostly pet uh, Pac-12 stuff that I know. Um, right. You want to, but I picked home. a couple that I didn't. Uh, yeah, I want to stay at home, right? I, I, these yeah. are the people I know. These are the these are the teams I know. I see them play every year because uh, I am a U of A Wildcat fan. Fortunately, um, that sucks for me, but so I get to see these teams play every year. My first game. That's it. I got UCLA, three. San Diego State. San Diego State's on a down year after having a couple of very dominant uh, performance years uh, where they're beating Power 5 teams left and right. UCLA is in their second year of Chep, the Chip Kelly experiment. He's back right. uh, after a really disappointing 3-9 and nine season last year. He went 3-6 and six in the Pac-12, which is horrendous, especially since he plays in the South with a bunch of really trash teams. Uh, they went out and lost to Cincinnati 24 to 14 and, and Cincinnati's not a powerhouse by any means, no. but on the other side of the board, you have S, uh, San Diego state. They beat Weber state by six point six to zero. Not very, not very exciting, but this is teaser land, right? So UCLA starts out at negative eight. So if we right. change that line, San Diego states becomes, becomes what? Plus 18. Right. Plus 18. I don't think UCLA can beat them by 18 points. I really don't. UCLA is absolutely terrible this year. Their quarterback, they call him DTR. It's some Dorian Thomas Robinson, I believe is his name. Right. He went eight for 26 for 156 yards, two touchdowns and two interceptions. And this is against Cincinnati. I just feel like, and I don't want to interrupt your flow here, but I just feel like this is loser versus loser. Who can be the biggest loser? (laughs) Right. 
And I just don't see UCLA being able to, I think San Diego state, at least their coach gets in the locker room and he can sell them something. Hey, listen, the, the, we, we, no one expects us to win, you know, and let's go out there and punch these dudes. We're, in the mouth. we're a year removed. What we're, we're maybe over a year removed from the, the Rashad Penny. Is it Rashad Penny? I think back? so. Yeah. The running back. And I, I think that they that beat when they ASU the two years dangerous. in a row, right. Or something. They beat them last year or something. That was, that was when they were the most dangerous and San Diego state was just, John just was a rampage. monster. Yeah. And they, uh, and, so, so going back to UCLA stats, 156 yards passing total for the game against Cincinnati, 75 right. yards came on one play. I'm taking, I'm taking San Diego state. Plus, was it, yeah, I like I'll it. Ta- that's also, you know, that's a nice number too. You, this you, is this is another. This is what really scared me when I looked at this, but I still took San Diego State when I looked at their ta- game, dude. When I when I looked at their tackling, yeah, their defensive line and linebackers only had thirteen tackles for the whole game. Yeah, I'm I think they're safe. This, I'm looking at this game from San Diego State um, where they play Ohio last year at the end. I, I'm I'm assuming it was a bowl game. Perhaps it's in December. They're playing Ohio. They lost zero. They lost zero to twenty-seven. That scares me. Ooh, that's not good. Right. But UCLA is horrible, man. I yeah. mean, at least they did. This is the iffiest game on the schedule. Spread uh, against the spread. <laughs> I don't. Dude, UCLA's one in five. UCLA's one. UCLA's one in five against the spread. It's just. It just screams like loser versus loser. Who can out lose? <laughs> if you're gonna, let me ask you this, dude. If you're going loser, right, in a bet. Like when you're betting, you're looking and you see loser and loser playing each other. What do you want? You want the fucking points, huh? I want the you points. You want the points. Exactly. The more points you can amass in a loser, loser, the better off you're going to be because you don't want your loser climbing uphill. Right. And I look at how much points they scored against UCLA. It was only 24 yeah. total. So right. I, I feel like this is a win for me. Uh, yeah. Sean's pick so far is a little more solid than this. The next one I got coming up, I think you guys are going to love it. Illinois versus UConn. Yes, this is out of the Pac-12, but if you know who Illinois' offensive coordinator is, Rod Smith, he was the the coordinator for uh, U of A. He works with Rich Rodriguez a lot. He's been killing it at Illinois. He has this uh, quarterback who uh, put up six touchdowns last year, uh, last week. Who'd they play? I'm trying to think of who they played. They played Akron. They won forty-two to three. Uh, oh, it looks like three passing, three rushing. My apologies. Uh, almost all of their tackles were by the defensive line and linebackers. That made me feel pretty confident that they're going to beat UConn. They're 17 and a half point favorites. Uh, so I took that line and I moved it the other way and I, I took, uh, Illinois and 10 and a half. Iffy, iffy, Wait. but you turn around and you look at UConn on the other side, they scored three touchdowns versus Wagner and they almost lost. I've never even heard of Wagner. Didn't know they had a football team. Who's it's Wag? almost like the your local high school team is who they played. You know, Pima Valley State Polytech. They right. won twenty four to twenty one last week. It's not a very impressive win. So, it'll, I just I think Rod Smith and that offense is going to be rolling. It doesn't really matter what UConn does. They're going to win by more than by more than uh, seven and a half point. And this is this is Illinois, right? This is Illinois. The Fighting Illini. For and those that's, of you. that's Lovey Smith, right? Uh, is he still there? I think he is. Man, I have no idea. All I know is Rod Smith is the one running the offense. That's all I know. We, I, well, I'm just saying, if I'm going to work, right, and I'm, I'm working hard to make money, and I'm coming over, and I'm putting my bet in, I'm putting it right on Lovey Smith, dude. I love Lovey <laughs> Smith going down there. 
I love. I like Lovey Smith, Smith too. He's the old like Bears dude, attitude. right? Yeah, he's the old Bears dude. So it looks like that line opened up at 18, and now it's already swung out. I think everybody likes your pick. Everybody likes your pick because everybody's going Illinois. It opened at 18, and it swung out to Illinois minus 22. It's all Rod so at this point, you're dude. still getting 12. So you go down to minus 12. You still that's still juicy because you just have to hit the two t- touchdown. Oh, did it move? It moved from 17 and a half. Oh, it's moving, baby. Oh, I didn't even see that. So this is just from a couple hours ago because it was at 17 and a half when we started doing. I show Bavada at minus 22. But I show. Uh, okay, so I'm, okay, okay, so I'm, I'm using um, all of the the. Uh, I just go to the Vegas website and they show what every casino is giving. That's what. Oh I use. really? Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So you can well, kind of pick and choose which casino you want to bet with, but yeah, I agree. I agree. So we'll have a couple different, just like a, just like you have uh, Vegas uh, has a couple different odds. We got a couple different odds. We're looking. That's at. right. That's right. So last Hit game me with of the, the third one. Hit me with the third one. Last game of the evening. This is the one I feel most confident about. After watching them play, you know the big college football celebration, 150 years against Auburn. I think they played a neutral site game in the Cowboys Stadium. Was that them? Right, Oregon versus Auburn last right. week. Yeah, Oregon I felt like should have won that game. This week okay. they're playing Nevada, underwhelming. They beat Purdue. Right. Um, but when you look at uh, the stats and stuff like that, I see that their top four DBs combined for thirty-seven of their seventy-seven tackles. Now, that was a weird stat to look at, but that so means Oregon's your linebackers good. and your linemen are doing absolutely nothing to help you yeah. win. Right. And and so that's. That's something I look at. Oregon is going to be able to just run the ball, pass the ball, do whatever they like right. to these guys, and it doesn't even matter. Right. Uh, when I look over at Oregon, they got three linebackers combining for 17 of their tackles. They're very quick. They're rangy. Johnny Johnson went for 100 yards. All right. You know, you got Herbert's a Heisman contender. So the line on this game was 21 and a half when I was looking at it. That gives me Oregon minus 10 and a half, and I'm taking it all day. Yeah, I'm taking have, it all day. Or let me half. I have or yeah, I, th- I I think that's open, and uh, it's all it's already swung out to um, Oregon minus twenty four. Again, everybody's everybody's agreeing with you, which is good. Probably it means that you get your head on straight, and so it's out to twenty four already. But that still gives you fourteen, which, as we know, that's an anti juicy number, huh? Yeah, we uh, don't like fourteen. We don't like those nice even numbers, and that and that's also why eleven and a half. It's not ten and a half. Juice? It's eleven and a half when we were what sitting there. So the, I'd take that. At 14, you th- you gotta, so if it switches to 14, does that change your mind? Uh, no, I don't think it does. I just don't. Dude, Oregon was shutting down Auburn's right. run game, and that's just something that right. you don't see a whole lot. What is Nevada going to provide that you know Auburn even had? I want to bring up this, too, because we've experienced this before, and I, and I know you've seen it, and I know this is a thing, right? It's when you do week one betting. I've had it where mm. we start. And yep. we, you hit week one betting and you see a situation like you see a situation like, let's say, who was like the super hot? It was Clemson was super hot. And then you go, okay, that I've already committed this sin. Even I even set up my own example <laughs> to make myself look stupid. <laughs> and then week two, you go, oh, they must be really good. So I'm going to go ahead and double down on that for week two. And then they come back to earth and you go, oh, wait, maybe that was an overvalued number. That, right. So and I think you could see I that agree. with like the, the Auburn, Oregon thing where, where you would do the opposite. You would say like, wow, Oregon really didn't live up to my expectations. I'm going to double down and say Oregon can't do anything next week. So like, uh, that's, yeah. such a common, that's such a common like mistake to say like, wow, 
I've, I've also seen it go the other way where like I, I remember one year I bet for some reason Vegas was in love with ASU. Right. And I just bet for them to lose every week. And I think five weeks straight, straight I rode them. Yeah. So but that was sure uh, that was sheer rivalry hate from <laughs> Yeah, but it was also I them told being my buddy today. You horrendous. can bet don't bet it on the team you like, but there's no harm in betting on the team you hate. There's no the, harm in that. There and here here's some good rules. I'm glad you brought that up. You never bet rivalry game ever. Yeah. Anything can happen in a rivalry game. It doesn't doesn't matter if one team's ranked number one and one's yeah. ranked number one seventeen. You don't bet a rivalry game. If the I other bet, one is, if you I'm don't bet, bet on your own team ever. And I think that goes back to our double loser point to say that if you're going to bet a double loser, if you're going to bet a rivalry game, I'm going to want the points to go with it. You know right. what I mean? I don't want to have to climb up on the rivalry game because Florida, Florida State, UCLA, USC. If anything can happen, I want a cushion. You know, take, I want to be able to go downhill. Take the points. Right, exactly. Because if it's going to be a 50 50 game, I just want the points to go with it. All right. So a little recap, right? So a little, re- a little, a little recap, recap for me. We're taking SDSU, negative two, Illinois, negative seven and a half, and Oregon, negative 11 and a half. Now those lines may shift before this podcast even comes out. Uh, they could be wildly different uh, by the time it comes out. But those were the lines when this was made. Right. So what else we got, we got Oregon, man? What else Illinois, we got? Illinois, SDSU, that's you. Your head coach is Lovey Smith. I've got what do I got. I got Army, Nebraska, Clemson. That's me. The viewer, you know. There's si- hey, there's six games here for you to choose from. Six games. You just combine three of them that you like. Make it. Make a te- Make your custom teaser out of that. Yeah, exactly. Send in. Send it on Twitter. Your picks. At sh- you can hit me at Sean in the five two zero on Twitter. Tell us your pick. Tell us. What you- uh, my my Twitter yeah. handle is ypeepo twenty twenty. Why people? people? That's two E's. That's two E's, a P and an O, 2020. Tell us what you think. Tell me if you think I'm a retard, you know? Any negative comments, go ahead and DM them to me. But anything positive, like you made tons of money, go ahead and put it out there for the, the ether to see. Everyone needs to see it. All right. Danza in particular. Danza in particular. One listener in a row. Danza, make up your own teaser. You know, if you think you got this, if you think you got what it takes, you think I'm an idiot, let's see what you got. Bring it in. Bring a guest let's, on. Let's Bring see what the you Danza see what guest teaser looks like. coming in next week with his own teaser. Let's pick. see what your three-team teaser looks like. You know? <laughs> You're going to sit up there talking down to me? So for our third segment, Ben, I would like to do something where a little wild card game allow you to get outside of, you know, your comfort zone, you know? You got the the Pac-12 expertise, right? You know, let's get out of that. Let's wild card it, and let's go over maybe something that's outside of the normal. I got one right now, and I almost put this in my teaser because it's so ridiculous. But the reason I didn't is because a lot of a lot of sports books aren't even offering a line on this game. Uh, It was Alabama negative sixty three points, and so if you threw them into a teaser, Alabama would have to win by seventy three points. I don't even know who they're playing, but it doesn't matter. Hard I've seen this, dude. I've it's seen this. Sc- hard to score 73. I say we make the wild card straight up. Ooh. You got to go straight up. You know what? Go. I'm still t- I'm still taking the underdog at, at plus 63. At 63? Oh, so I've dude, seen so this. many points. I've seen this so many times with these, these high numbers. And yeah. I think that's the default idea to think like, can you even score that many in a game? 
<laughs> That's seven touch. I mean, seven touchdowns. They got to win by or nine touchdowns. They got to win by nine touchdowns, right? Here's yeah. my only. Here's my only problem, is that you could do that with any other team. This is my only problem. Is Nick Saban is such a fucking throat guy? Yeah, he he's is. Such, he's a he real Belichick are such a throat guy. They're always, they're always. They look at you know that unwritten rule. She lay off him. That's out the fucking window so quickly. Hey man, give him a break. It's just, it's just I'll, slippery rock university. I also Alba think Liga. that it, if you know your third and fourth, fifth string at Alabama is still better than slippery rock use first string. So they don't really have a choice to take their foot off the off their neck. You know, dude, Saban has he has no consideration for anybody's feelings, anybody else's about, and he's coming off, and he's coming off a championship loss. Right, it, he's going to throw everybody. He's going to pump the gas as hard as he can until the clock is zero, zero, and that's like that's absolutely terrifying. And he'll probably see that. He'll probably, I assume, uh, Saban's a regular listener. He'll probably hear you say that, <laughs> and he'll be and like, "Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah." yeah. Watch he probably at least 90, at minimum, at minimum, at minimum, he's going to look at Vegas and be like, "63, oh yeah," or you're going to tweet out underrating my team. And he's gonna—he knows about teasers too, you know. You know, Saban knows about teasers. Gonna like, he's like, he's gonna say anybody who bets regular or ten-point teaser against me, I'm going to crush them. <laughs> I'm gonna boo-foo them. That's the only thing that scares me. Well, bro, how do you feel about week uh, about this this episode zero podcast? How do, well, how, do, great, how do you? Not great because I haven't done my wild card yet. Oh, my bad. My apologies to you. I'm going outside. I'm going to a place that I don't like very much, and I'm I'm trying to break literally every rule that I talked about. So is I it the broke, SEC? No, I already broke our rule about uh, week one success not doubling down, and then I'm going to break my other rule of don't bet on a team that you like. Mm, here we go. Can here you guess go. what it is? I'm trying to think of who you you like. I'm and I'm, I'm going to go to the oof. NFL. I'm going to I'm going to uh, turn the paper over. Are we going to see a, a hard Lions? I think there's so right many now? topics here, and I know this is so Homer, and this is so this is so stupid. But I think there's so many talking points here that I'm really excited about this game. I think this is a real under the radar game for the NFL. I think that uh, it, so we have Detroit versus Arizona in Phoenix. I think there's so many storylines here. I think it's really cool. You have Kyler Murray's first game, right? Dude, yeah, the Cardinals but, are so bad though. This is loser, loser for sure, right? This is loser, loser. You have the Lions who, I mean, the Lions can be Patriots. They can beat Carolina, but they yeah, lose that, to the that's, Jets. That's true. They beat the Packers the twice, Lions but they lose that. to the Jets. Yeah. It's so ridiculous, just this up and down <laughs> idea. But I think that a, a rookie quarterback starting at home, I get the Lions at two, plus two. Lions. Oh. It opened two. plus two. Oh, Bavada's already switched it, dude. It's already swung five points. So dude, it's minus three, three for the now. Lions? Oh, God. It's really? minus three for the Lions. Now. I would have taken the opener for sure. You I'm don't know if you're going to take the Lions. Sure. The Lions have to win by more than a field goal now, though. That's, dude, that's definitely. So there's a couple places here that are still so minus two. Sacramento State just scored a touchdown with zero seconds on the clock. Wait, no. Are way. they giving it to him or no? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No way. This is they, live. They didn't count. News. They said it was out. They sorry. This is live breaking news. Out when they're still they're down calling by five? him out of bounds. They're calling him out of. He's Are out. They of still bounds. down by five. No, they were down by twelve. But it would have been. It would have changed the line. That's the only reason. 
The Arizona State ticket's still ripped, though, right? Yeah, it's terrible. Any idiot who would bet on Arizona State, what a what a terrible dude! Idea I would have taken Sacramento with. State with twenty six, easy, or forty six. It would have been forty six. So with with the Lions line change up to minus three, I like it at two and a half. So Bavada's minus three, bet online is minus two and a half. I'd take two and a half. I think, I mean, if you're going to get two points, what's two points? It's, who loses by two? Who loses by one or two? Nobody does that. Nobody. But the three so is what's I liked scary, it right? at the opener, and I, I still like it now. I think the Lions win by three to ten. They probably win by a touchdown. I think it's more likely that the Lions win by a touchdown than the Cardinals do. I, I think a, that the Lions are going to win by more than three points. Yeah, I, I really I do. 14 points. Is, I watched the Cardinals play in there. Really Kyler bad. Murray is smaller than me. He looks like um, he can't see over the line. He can't. There's no way he can see over this guy's five nine in shoes. Yeah, this guy's five nine in shoes. He's playing behind people who are, I don't know, six five at least. Oh, How is dude, he, he's they average. They probably average six five across the line, six six. Exactly. He's gonna have to roll out right that as as the coach. You gotta roll out gotta or roll put out big spaces in between your linemen so you can see. And then so I think. The Lions have versatile uh, linebackers. They got Jared Davis uh, from good line. last year. They have a good line. Linebacker. Um, they got the guy from Hawaii in the second round that the Patriots were going after. I think they're, uh, they got Trey Flowers. These guys, are, although Trey Flowers is a little older, uh, he's more experienced. I, I, think say that speed. Old. I think there's enough experience and speed out there to contain um, Kyler Murray. Uh, I agree I with you. I think they're going to have to get over a couple um hurdles before they kind of get the machine going in Arizona and the Cliff Kingsbury area. Uh excuse the era. I worry about that air raid offense in the in the NFL. Just we'll see what I it mean, does. Look at, let, let me tell you and this is why I think there's so many storylines. But of course I'm a homer because I, I, I like all the players. But Darius Slay, what are you gonna do? So, I mean, Darius Slay knocks out an entire section of the field. Like in in a in a hurried situation, he rolls out. He's having you know Murray's having a tough time finding somebody. He chucks it up to Darius Slay. It's already gone. We took it away. So I think that's a, that's a good play. I've broken every bet. I've broken every rule. And here, here I am back drinking, betting a lot. You know, it never plays out well. I'll be I'm at sure. the game, so it'll put a bunch <laughs> of juice in the bucket. You know? Right. Well, I think it, dude, I think it turned out good. I, think, I don't I think, think it we provided bad. some good information here. Yeah, I think it's a good pilot. I think we can now pitch this to Barstool, get picked up. See you later, casuals. I'm out. Yeah, let's kick them out. Later, Craig. Yeah.